next time you stretch back to down dog, we'll stay there. So next time you're in down dog, we'll stay. Inhale up to warrior one. Make sure you inhale the whole way up. 
Exhale the hands to the floor. Step back and lower down. Extra breath and plank if you like. Make sure you inhale the up dog. And then exhale back to down dog. End of exhale, turn your right heel down. Step the back foot forward. The inhalation lifts you up from the inside of the rear of the jasana. And we'll exhale the hands to the floor. Step back and lower down again. Extra breath and plank if you like. Deep breath in, moving the up dog with cobra, and then exhale back into down dog. Okay, then we'll stay here in down dog for five breaths. If you've lost the long, smooth quality of your breath, bring that back now.
giving and your intel likes receiving. If you keep on giving more than you receive, you're going to end up completing. Breath and feel safely. Lean forward over the thighs. 
across the arms, legs, stand, press down again through both feet. The strength of your legs get a little bit taller. Okay, then let's try uh, Malasana. So we'll come into a deep squat. Feet close together makes it a little more difficult. Feet wider makes it a little more accessible. Either one's fine though. And when we squat, we're going to put the knees open so we can eventually bring the torso between the thighs. And then let's do the variation where we just kind of walk the fingertips forward. And as you walk your fingertips forward, keep sinking your inner heels down toward the floor or more into the floor. So it feels like you're moving your lower body down and your upper body forward at the same time. And that's my best your pose. Take a few more breaths. Okay, then let's try Bakasana. Use the strength of your legs to lift onto your hands. Squeeze your knees onto the upper arms. Pull your heels as high as you can to your hips. So you engage your adductors and your hamstrings. Lift onto your hands. Last few breaths. Pull your heels as high as you can. And either step or hop back and lower down to the belly. Inhale the upward facing dog. And then exhale back into downward facing dog. Okay. Deep, full breath in. Exhale, all breath out. Right the sun. So turn the left heel down to the center of the mat. Bring your right forward toward your right thumb. And this time, with the and uh, bring your hands to your thigh and do a little bit of a twist to your left, your sternum with the inner right knee. At the same time, keep pressing down to that back heel for warrior one. Uh, let's do collie with your warrior point. The next finger down to the ceiling. Squeeze your arms straight as long as it doesn't hurt your neck. Look up to the thumb first. Breathe. So again, that variation of the eagle. Your exhale, draw the lower belly back and I'll be in the tailbone. Every time you inhale, lift the inside of your cage. Away from the hips. In the last few breaths, keep pressing down through your back heel. Maybe bend your front knee a little more. Engage your right hand from the pull the tailbone closer towards your hand. Uh, and next, inhale, squeeze the front leg straight. And exhale, fold forward over your right hand. Now, you might need props. That's okay. You might need to readjust your feet a little bit. That's okay, too. And we'll stay here in Parsons Nasa. Wherever you are. Now, we're going to press down to the ball of your right foot and at the same time draw your right hip back so you feel a pretty good stretch in the right hamstring.
And those bring the hands inside your right foot and bend the right knee. So if you keep that back heel down, it's going to require a little more mobility. If you let it lift up, it's going to require a little less. Stay here with the hands on the floor or your forearms on the floor. If it feels safe, you bring your shoulder under your right back and your forehead toward your right arm. Inside of the foot or the forearms to the floor, and you bend the left hand. 
knee, maybe your shoulder under the left thigh. Relax the back and neck, smooth out the breath a little bit here, a little bit more here. Away from the floor. When you exhale, let it come back down. 
So your upper arms aren't really moving, but your rib cage is moving. And you begin to isolate the serratus anterior muscle, which is the main muscle that you need to engage to keep yourself up in. Forms and in the loud arm analysis. When you inhale, lift the rib cage up. When you exhale, let it come back down. You'll get a small movement, but it's important. Try that again, or work a little bit on form stand. Remember, when you, if you're bringing your legs up, imagine you're pushing your chest towards the middle of the room, away from the wall. Okay. If you still want a little more help, let me know. The wall that you're near. If you're not sure about your balance, you will be just it.
just going to lie on the belly at the front of the mat. And we'll do a little back bending here. Starting with a locust variation or chalabasa. So on this one, you're going to bring the palm to the floor, but not under your shoulders. Slide your hands really low towards your waist. So eventually the heels of your hands are going to barely be on the floor, if at all. And now you strength with your back, lift your head, lift your shoulders, and lift your legs off the floor. Head, shoulders, and legs, really strong legs. Squeeze them so straight the inner thighs move up away from the mat. And now once your chest is up, press the heels of the hands down on the floor as well. Bring your hands down to the waist. Last few breaths, lift your legs a little higher. Down, bring your hands into the shoulders and the inhale into upward facing dog and then exhale back into downward facing dog. Take a few breaths here in down dog, feeling the breath move into your back. If you don't feel the breath move into your back, engage your abdomen a bit and you will. Notice how if you let your shoulders 
Yeah, great weight on here. It's going to be almost impossible to do. You want to keep your shoulders as high as you can. Get the foot down eventually outside your head. If the shoulders stay up like you're in Sphinx, is your foot coming down. Make sure your heel outside, your left hip toward the floor. Your heel of your hand on the top of the foot with your thumb on the big toe side and your fingers on the little toe side. Keep the fronts of the hips on the floor so you feel a pretty good stretch in the front of the left thigh.
our back cast. So from here, just like I mentioned earlier, you want to keep your shoulders really high to do this one. For sure not. If I let everything kind of fall down, I try to get both feet, it's going to be really hard. So what I want to do is use the muscles in my back like earlier in that locust variation to keep your shoulders really high. And that's going to make it a little bit easier to reach back for both feet and bring both heels down toward the floor outside your hips. Okay. If that's just not working, you can try one side at a time again. That's okay. Alright, so let's give it a try. First, curl your head, uh, head, shoulders, and chest up and keep it as high as you can. So the muscles in the back are really engaged. Then reach back inside, one foot or both feet. Eventually bring the heels down toward the floor outside your hips. So you can bring it up to the other way So bring the right thigh in front of the left. Separate your feet so now your thighs externally rotate. And slowly begin to sit back between the heels. Take your time up. If you're around earlier, if you're sitting bolts, don't reach the floor. So don't block or like it. Press your stack the right knee directly over the left and really ground the lower body. And once you feel the ground, ground it interlace the fingers in front of the top knee. Close the eyes and like in Virasana. Focus on engaging the chin lock, engaging the root lock. Keep them engaged and take five deep Ujjayi type breaths.
Keep your hands and elbows at a twist. So bring the right knee up. Press the sole, the right foot down the floor, and twist. You either hug the right knee or work your left arm outside the right knee. Or if you're binding anyway, feel free to do that. Make sure whenever you inhale, you sit up a little bit taller from the inside. Whenever you exhale, you sweep, uh, twist a little bit deeper. Almost like sweet. Got a lot of things these days. You tweet a little bit deeper <laughs> in the pit of your abdomen. Stretch both legs out, bounce the knees out a little bit. And let's uh, think of the Baha'i So bring the soles of the feet together. 
interlace the fingers, and your toes, take a deep breath in here, sit up nice and tall. And exhale, lean forward over the feet. As you do, lean forward, slow down the breath a little bit more. Spin around and lie into your back with your head at the front of the mat. Once you're on the back, if it feels like you need to make any final adjustment to your spine to prepare it for Shavasana, do that now. If you need props, get them up. Make sure you are really comfortable and warm. Start, make sure you allow the jaw to relax so the upper and lower rows of teeth separate and the tongue widens inside the mouth. Soften the eyes and even release the breath so you're not shaping it or controlling it. You are still really aware of its rhythm. Over here in Javasana, spend at least the first few minutes meditating on the navel rising and falling on each breath. Watch the navel rise on each breath, which helps to integrate body and mind.
to begin now to lengthen the exhale and deepen the inhale again. And bring some awareness back to the extremities, wiggle the fingers and toes, and roll the ankles and wrists. Next time you inhale, reach the arms overhead for one last stretch. Exhale, draw the knees into the chest and roll off to your right side and take a few breaths there. And when you're ready, go ahead and push yourself up to seated. And we'll sit for about 10 minutes or so, so make sure you're comfortable. Feel free to use a prop or two on your hips. So your hip creases are higher than your knees. Staying tall with the crown of your head directly over the base of the top. And then let's, um, let's work a little bit with Sitkari. Yeah, Sitkari Pranayama. This is the one where we uh, are going to inhale through the mouth, but first we're going to press the tip of the tongue against the back of the front teeth. Keep the teeth closed and open the lips. And then when we inhale, you'll make a hissing sound and you'll feel a cool sensation coming over your tongue. And after that, we're going to hold the breath in just for maybe a few seconds. Then we're going to exhale through one nostril at a time. So the exhalation is going to be like Nadi Shodhana. So in this case, I need my right thumb to completely block out my right nostril, rest my right ring finger on my left nostril, and exhale through the left side as silently as possible. And release the hand down and inhale through the teeth again. Close lips, do a short pause, and then I'd exhale through the right nostril the next time. Okay. I'll talk us through the first round, and then you go at your own pace. Let's begin. Yeah, I'll just keep it that. We'll keep it simple. Right, so close your eyes. Engage Jalandharabhadra again, so it feels like you're lifting the heart, but bowing the head. Engage the root lock again, so keep the lower belly firm and keep grounding the sitting bones. All the floor lifting. And exhale all the breath out. Press the tip of your tongue against the back of the teeth. Open the lips and take a smooth, deep inhale. As you inhale, lift the inside of the ribcage. Then you'll close the lips. Just do a short pause, holding the breath in, meditating on the heart being vibrant, but the mind tranquil. Then bend your right elbow and use your thumb to completely block off the right nostril. Rest your ring finger on the left as you exhale through the left nostril as silently as possible. When you're done exhaling, feel free to release the hand down and inhale again through the teeth. Okay, expanding and lifting, full deep breath in. Very top of inhale, do a short pause again. Heart vibrant, mind tranquil. This time we'll block off the left nostril completely. Rest the thumb on the right nostril as you exhale through it as silently as possible. Okay, right now one complete round. Continue that way at your own pace.
inhale and exhale, the cool sensation coming over the tongue. Hold the breath in again, maintain the heart being vibrant from the mind tranquil. When you exhale, maintain the sensation the breath creates as it passes through the open nostril. this final round so the next time you exhale through the right nostril release the hand down and breathe freely and if it feels like you need to switch the cross of your legs or adjust your seat in any way to that now
awareness into the brain and see it very clear and open like an empty blue sky. See and feel the mind very clear and open like an empty blue sky. See it as a single cloud passing through the sky. Just allow it to come, acknowledge it, but then allow it to pass without grasping onto it. Once it has passed, then again, notice the mind, very clear and open, just like an empty blue sky.
together in front of the heart back to Anjali Mudra. Let's take one last moment to enjoy the peace you've created through the practice.